Welcome to another podcast of Real Talk with Realtors about real estate and real, real things. Real topics. Real. Real different topics every real. time. Same real <laughs> a lot. Today we have an interesting topic mm-hmm. called, well, it's not really called something. Here's the thing. People lose trust in realtors because they say it's always a good time to buy or sell, I guess. The question at hand is, are they lying? Are they lying? Are they, is it always a good time to buy? Like no matter what, a real, most realtors will say, oh yeah, it's a great time to buy. Mm-hmm. Is that a lie or without is that a truth? Lot of, without a lot of context. Right. Exactly. So I think that it's definitely a broad, more complicated subject. I don't think that there's an umbrella answer and there is a lot of people who it might not be a good time to buy. So when people say, is it a good time to buy? Generally, they're talking about the market, but you can't look at that question. So that's the whole problem is that you have to reframe that question to go from like a, a, a overarching market question to an individualized question because everyone's situation is so different. And even if, okay, yes, we're in a great market, it's a great time to buy for XYZ reason. Well, maybe you're about to move. So why would you buy in the city you're moving from? Maybe it's not a great time to buy. Maybe you just got a new job and like, that's a little bit unsteady. You don't know how that's going to play out. Okay. Maybe not a great time to buy for that. Even if the market is a good time to buy. So now we have two parts. Is it a good time to buy in the market? And how do we decide that? And is it a good time to buy for that individual? Right. And there are two different things, really. Yeah. I, I think that if you are somebody that needs to buy a home, it is a good time to buy. <laughs> I mean, there's not a bad time. Um, if you need to, if you have to move, like you said, if you get the job, job transfer, um, it's definitely better than paying rent unless you're going to move in, like you said, like two years because mm-hmm. you don't know what the, how that job's going to turn out. Yeah. Um, is it, a, for example, if I'm going to sell and buy because I really like the house down the street because the color is pretty, <laughs> but I, and I have a 3% interest rate, I would say a no, I would not do that. Paint your house <laughs> the color that you like. Yeah. So it just depends. Like you said, it depends on somebody on their situation. But historically speaking, buying is always better than renting. Yes, we did have that blip in mm-hmm. 2008, 9, 10 that wasn't so great. Um, but mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier about that, the people that could actually afford that were really approved, you know, really qualified yeah. to buy, they're sitting pretty, even if they bought back then really pretty. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's where, okay. Uh, the overarching market, probably not a great time to buy when the market was inflated in 2008, right before prices crashed. So again, can't time the market. And I know that there were some people who say, oh, I kind of had a feeling what was going on, but no one really knew until it happened. So hindsight's twenty twenty. However, if you bought during that heightened market in 2008 and you were sold a mortgage that you could afford and you could afford to continue paying that, you didn't lose your job, like your familial situation was not impacted by the economy, then you would be fine and you would have been able to ride out that wave. And now you just made a ton of money on that sale of that home that you bought at the quote unquote worst time to buy in history. However, the people who bought in the worst time to buy in history who could not afford the mortgage and did have to foreclose, well, that was not a great time to buy for them, but they got into a financial situation that they couldn't afford in the first place. And that's no different than today. 
because not that, oh, well, okay, we're not gonna have a crash. I don't mean the, the markets are not the same at all, but the individual needs are the same where you still need to make sure you have a mortgage you can afford or you're going to be forced to, to sell and maybe you don't have the equity to sell or the market is down at that time and you don't want to sell. And the lending requirements are completely different. I mean, it was insane back then. Yeah. You really didn't have to have any education other than a real estate license to do a loan. Yeah. So it's kind of scary. Now it's, it's to me a little over the top because I do have my LO license and I don't practice um, in that world other than referring to modern mortgage. Is that, was that a, what do they call those shameless plugs? Anyway, um, it, it's very different than it was now. And because of that time, we do have, you are more likely to be qualified now. You are qualified when you're qualified, you're qualified. You could have something catastrophic happen, but I wanted to just really quick. I, you mentioned like right after 2008. So I just pulled up some sales that I had done in 2010, a house on Dale way. Three bedroom, one bath, 1,050 square feet. I sold for $170,000. Wow. So what are those going for these days? <laughs> 400. Yeah. Th- probably 1,000 so. square feet, 380. Yeah. Let's see. Here's, let me just look at another one. One on Calla Lane for 245. Um, one on Kestrel Court in California Park for $249,000. And now what's that worth? It's probably worth five. Yeah. Yeah. So doubled. And that was when prices crashed. So I guess what about some of the sales that happened before the crash at the height of the market in 2008? I mean, that it probably would have sold for, what, $50,000 more? Probably. Or so? Yeah. I mean, if I pull up like 2006. Even $100,000 more, it still would sell for a lot more today. So the point is, okay, you buy at a bad time, quote unquote. If you wait it out long enough, you'll get your money back. You'll make money. It's real estate. It always goes up. And here's a graph to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Since 1900, (laughs) it goes, you know, real estate can, it fluctuates up and down year to year, but the overall trend is prices always go up. So what we're telling buyers is, especially when the market's a little bit volatile right now, the interest rates are, are really up and down, which is really scary for a buyer. I mean, any kind of uncertainty like that can be scary. So what we're saying is if you're going to buy the home and you're going to plan to stay there for, I mean, I would say a minimum three years, comfortable at five, ideally 10 years, Mm -hmm. you will be fine. Even if you bought today, market goes down a little bit next year, it's going to go back up. Well, as long as you can pay for it, even if we had another 2008, as long as you can afford the mortgage. Because I just looked that up. If we're, if we go back to, um, values then versus values now. So in 10, 12 years, you made about 250,000 if I did my math right. Mm -hmm. That's basically $20,000 a year that you're gaining in equity since that time frame. Who doesn't wanna just, you're going to pay to live somewhere. So you're gonna pay rent or you're gonna pay a mortgage you can afford. And if you pay rent, you're not gonna have that equity at the end. And you likely would have paid that loan off. Yeah within that time, or really close to it. So now you're sitting with the, let's just say $400,000 in cash. Maybe you sell it. You don't pay any capital gains on that cash. Mm -hmm. That is the beauty of owning your own private residence Mm -hmm. is that you don't have, there are no, um, you don't pay taxes on that. So you sell it and you buy another home, a bigger home maybe, because now you have kids or you downsize and you keep the money Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you buy investment property with the, that money. 
And that's the beauty of real estate is it's an investment. And I think you should look at it as such. Like you're not spending 30 or $50,000 to buy a home. You're investing that money and it's going to make money. But rather than investing in stocks and bonds and your IRA, where that money is literally just a number on the screen, you actually get this tangible asset that's beautiful, that makes you happy and comfortable and gives you a healthy, happy life. Like what other investment does that? And you need it anyways. It's a requirement unless you want to not have a house and live in your car, which is a whole nother topic. But (laughs) so anyways, (laughs) are buyers lying when they say, I mean, are realtors lying when they say it's always a good time to buy? I would say market wise. No, it is always a good time to buy. Right. But it's not always a good time to buy for you. So that you have to look at your individual situation and your realtor should be looking at that for you too. Like you guys should be strategizing and planning together, whether this is the right move for you. And we've said multiple times, we've talked people out of buying or selling Oh yeah, because it's not the right financial move for them. And there's times where I've maybe said to a buyer, like, are we sure about this? Cause this is making, you know, made me nervous for whatever reason. Or if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't make that decision, but I make, I let them make their own decisions after if they ask for my two cents, I give it to them, but I'm going to let them make their own decisions. I have a client right now that she wants to sell their home and rent. And she lives in a nice home in a nice neighborhood. And her payment is like seventeen, eighteen hundred $1,800 a month. To rent her house would be $2,500 a month. Wow. Sorry, let's stutter there a little bit. But yeah, it, that is a big difference. And it is not a good decision for her to sell. Yeah. It's a terrible financial decision unless you need the money yeah. for some reason, then that's right. a different story. But I just look at that and say that is, and that's not the case. They don't need right. the money. They just want to maybe change up things a little bit. It, it just doesn't make any sense. So yes, I have talked to a lot of people out of, not a lot, but a fair share of people selling or even I talked this one guy out of buying a house because it just had like tons of water underneath it. He bought it anyway, but because he really (laughs) wanted to live there. But you know, that, that just happens. There was something else I was going to say. Oh, going back on stocks. We still think you should invest (laughs) in your 401k and your SEP and all of those things. It's just not as cool Diversified. (laughs) Well, again, I mean, this is like, I've said this like five times, you're either going to pay $2,500 in rent or 2000 in rent or 18, whatever that is, you're, you're making money for your landlord. So if you can swing it, you should try to try to buy something. And if you don't have the down payment right now, there are some pretty interesting, um, programs, programs going there. on right now. Mm-hmm. But if you don't just do your best to, t- you know, stuff it away. Mm-hmm for the next few years and then you'll be ready to go. Yeah. And I have a video coming out on tips on how to save for your down payment. So watch out for that. Mm. Just give us one tip. One tip. Yeah. If I can, well, we made that video like a week ago, so I don't even know if I can, there's one really good one that we said, Courtney and I, oh yeah. Auto transfer. So at the beginning of every month, put an auto transfer on your bank Mm -hmm. to just transfer however much you can into savings every single month. And then you don't even see it in your checking. Account. You don't even know. You, you don't, don't even, even know. Like somebody asked me, what do you transfer every month? I didn't, re- I don't know. I don't yeah. remember. I, <laughs> I mean, I said it at the time because that's what I could afford, but then I couldn't remember yeah. what the amount is. I don't even miss it. I don't even look at it. Yeah. So, and, you- and we're all used to that. We're all used to auto pay this and that. Yeah. So just do it. And you know what? Just set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to start saving right there. So that's the challenge of the week. Everybody <laughs> find a number and set, set up, up auto, auto pay transfer. into a savings account yeah. or wherever you want to put it. But 
you know, I mean, there are some agents out there that will tell you you should buy or sell when you shouldn't. I mean, that is the truth that mm -hmm. there are a few out there that may do that because they want the deal. That is true. But what do you guys think? I mean, yeah, I'm interested as a consumer watching this show. Like, do you as a potential buyer or a past buyer think that there is a bad time to buy? Tell us what you guys think. Comment. We'll respond. Let's have a debate. Let's have a debate in the comments, Brandy. I wonder how many times we're going to hear the word bubble. Okay. So before <laughs> you say or use the word bubble in a comment, please define bubble. Please define what a bubble means to you below. Thank you. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> they people love to use the word bubble. Articles love yes. to use the word bubble because it's dramatic and it's, and it's the, fun. The I love bubble's going to pop. Bubble. Yeah. <laughs> and then prices are going to plummet. Yes, prices are going to plummet. And so if you are going to, we want to know where you're getting that information from. Mm -hmm. Like, tell us what you know. Mm -hmm. We want to hear what you're reading, what you have to say, what you're listening to in terms of podcasts or TikToks or whatever. <laughs> Please don't listen to TikToks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're on TikTok, so you should listen to us. I love TikTok. Okay, we better wrap this up. Okay. So thank you for listening. And again, drop your comments below. We'll get be sure to have a conversation in the comments with you. And just remember, your situation is different than anybody else's situation. Do what feels right to you. And just know that real estate prices always go up. Perfectly said. But um, Peace out. <laughs>